Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Good evening, race fans, and welcome to another edition of Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Uh, My name is Jacob Seelman. I'll be hosting the show tonight, uh, joined across the desk by Tom Baker and Randy Miller. And look at that. We have Drew Dollar from Venturini Motorsports in studio with us, continuing our uh, rotation of the Fly the V cast. Venturini Motorsports Appreciation Week. (laughs) Or... Well, we're closing in on month now at the rate we're going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. There have it's been okay. a lot. We, we love the Venturini guys. They uh, they come in, and they're on time, and they kick butt on the show. It's great. Yes, they do, and we certainly have a lot to talk about, and we'll have a lot to talk about with Drew coming up in this show. Uh, certainly glad to have him along for the ride this evening. Of course, this show... Uh, Has a lot to talk about, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we're going to be starting the show off here. Uh, Certainly a lot of news and uh, disappointing news today, to say the very least, uh, as this show, while largely in in memory and in tribute to late NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA racer John Andretti, who passed away earlier this afternoon at the age of 56. I really don't know that there was much of anything that John didn't race or at least try to race at some point in his career. And just, you know, I, th- I think the thing that sticks out to all of us over the past couple of years uh, through his fight with colorectal cancer, Tom, just the fact that not only did he fight with a smile on his face, but... You know, he uh, he had a lot to give to a lot of people. He did. He 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 fought with a brave spirit. He did. And he used his time to go out and really work to create awareness and help a lot of other people in his situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as he was as he was fighting his his cancer and i mean that's there's no higher thing that you can say about a man than you know they use their time to for the for the service of others and he certainly did that he was a great man he was and uh, as we go through this next uh, segment or so there will be uh, more discussion on the life the legacy career of john andretti of course we'll talk to drew about his plans in the arkham and series for this year and uh Aside from that, a lot of news today, so uh, we'll continue with Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career Shows, just getting started. We'll be back with more right around the turn. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerGrew.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, uh, joined by our special in-studio guest for tonight's show, Drew Dollar. Uh, but we're going to start this segment, and uh, we alluded to it right off the top of the show, Tom. Uh, the biggest breaking story of, of the day, the week, I would argue really... You know, one of the biggest stories so far this year, the passing of versatile and longtime motorsports veteran John Andretti at 56 after a very brave, as you said, very spirited battle against uh, colorectal cancer for most of the last three years. And uh, I'm sitting here thinking, as Ross Chastain brought us back from break, how appropriate that actually is, because the word journeyman came to mind for me and when I think about all the different things and how John Andretti really conducted his career for you know all the years that he was able to race and all the series he was able to race in that to me really seems an apt description of who he was and how he raced yeah it it really is um you know when I think about John number one he was a very clean racer he was a a gentleman kind of driver um, you know, he certainly could be aggressive when he needed to be, but he was the kind of driver that took care of equipment. Um, and he, he, w- he was very versatile. He did good in everything that he raced. And, you know, it, he looked as comfortable behind the wheel of Richard Petty's or Kelly Arborough's stock car as he did, you know, behind the wheel of A.J. Foyt's or, uh, you know, some other Indy car. And, you know, he just... Um, he was the nicest guy. I mean, I I remember we brought him up one year to the Syracuse Geddes Micron and Quarter Midget Club for our banquet at the end of the year. He was our guest speaker. And 
he just, you know, you get a lot of people and they kind of show up and, you know, they're, they're friendly and they give a speech, but they, you, you kind of understand that they're a paid speaker. John wasn't like that at all. John was, was there all day, very approachable, had time for everybody that wanted to talk to him. Um, I mean, it, it's the hard part when you lose somebody like John is that not only have you lost someone whose skill set was, you know, was good, but you've lost a great person. And that's how I'm going to remember John. He was a, he was just a great person. And, well, you know, just uh, watching him go through this battle was was hard and, you know, thought he had it. And, you know, then it came back and um, it uh, cancer sucks. That's all I got to say. It about does. That. It really does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the biggest thing, Randy, when we consider how he fought, like Tom said, he always did it with a smile on his face. But the initiative that he drove the last three years for others to get a colonoscopy, to get checked, the Check mm-hmm. It for Andretti initiative, you know, he did not want anybody else if they could help it, to have to go through what he ultimately went through. And to me, regardless of his accomplishments on track, and there were many, you know, that to me is the ultimate legacy that he leaves. Yeah, I think when you you look at his life and and his career, you've got basically two legacies. You've got the legacy of the race car driver, and and no matter what side of the sport you're on or no matter what, uh, you know, type of sport you follow whether it's drag racing indy cars nascar you know him from from whatever he drove the other side of it is the the personal legacy uh, that he leaves where you know he comes out with this thing you know saying that he's got uh, stage four colon cancer and and everybody starts you know realizing that it's an important thing that you should never forget about so mm-hmm. i think he will leave a lasting legacy on everybody who now sees, you know, the, the, the hashtag and went, oh, I need to go get my colonoscopy, how many lives he may have saved because mm-hmm. of that um, and people that may have, you know, owe yeah, a little bit of their life to him because without that, you know, hashtag or without th- that him, be- him being bringing his condition to the forefront, most people may not have ever gotten a colonoscopy. So Right. And, you know, to, to think about some of the brighter brighter times and brighter memories uh, surrounding John and surrounding his career, Tom, you actually alluded to it a little bit, and I was thinking about this this afternoon. Shoot, how many drivers can you think of were lucky enough over the course of their careers to drive for the King, to drive for A.J. Foyt in an Indy car, yeah. to drive for, I think, Cale Yarborough sure at did. some point. Yep, I mean, the 98 car, sure. That, that's three, the RCA car, actually, that, he won, at da- that he won at Daytona yep. with in 97. One with both Petty and Yarborough. I mean, how many pe- how many drivers, period, are lucky enough to have driven for those kind of names, even one of those names, and John drove for yep. all of them? Yep. It's uh, and, and again, it just goes to show you the person that he was and the respect that he had that there seemed always to be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And John loved the, the, the aspect of driving different kinds of cars like that. You know, that, that, that was a, he was a, you know, it, he, it was kind of deceiving because you look at AJ Foyt, you look at Tony Stewart, you know, drivers like that, they have sort of that old school, old time. There's a mentality, there's a personality type, there's kind of a rugged look. John wasn't any of that. Um, John kind of defied that, that, um, that archetypical persona, yeah. but he loved, I mean, if he could have done the double, uh, you know, done Indian, done the 600 every year, I think he would have done it. 
I mean, he just loved driving different types of cars. And, you know, even, uh, and, and boy, the other thing too, is he, he so loved watching Jared is, is he grew up in racing and, and got, you know, um, even my home track, Oswego Speedway, Jarrett ran a super modified there, uh, a few times and, and, you know, John just, they, Jarrett was, that was so cool that John got to enjoy mm -hmm. Jarrett's uh, racing career like that. And so, yeah, he just, he was a very versatile driver and, and really, um, he just loved driving anything. It's funny because you mentioned Jarrett and I actually did get a couple of brief minutes to, uh, to talk to Jarrett, you know, text back and forth with him this afternoon. And the biggest thing that Jarrett said to me was, you know, my dad was a man who loved short track racing, yeah, and there really are very did. few people that I can think of that that had that kind of passion for for grassroots racing as as John did. Whether it was watching Jarrett trying to support Jarrett, I remember a conversation I had with John uh, the year that Jarrett came and ran a midget at the Rumble in Fort Wayne, and John and I just stood there and talked for a while. And you know, one thing he he said that still sticks with me. He said, you know, he said, you know, why I love this you know referring to everything that was around us this kind of racing he goes because without this we don't have all the bigger stuff that exactly. i was able to do and i was yep. able to enjoy for so many years and he said that's why i'm always going to be an advocate for this absolutely because this is what makes the rest of the sport yep. and you know he he's so right about that and uh, you know i i watched him you know at a couple of the later usac races he was able to be at to support and help Jarrett the last couple of years just you know, he, it was a very special time, I think, the more he got to enjoy, uh, not just with Jarrett, but with all the kids. And, uh, you know, when, and that's that's the kind of family man that, uh, to me, is more than just the racer. It's the person that John Andretti was. I mean, the, the, the numbers certainly don't back up, I think, the talent that he had. You know, two cup wins. As you mentioned, the first man to do the double yep. run, the 500 and the yep. 600 in the same day, and I think paved the way for others to do it after him. Robbie Gordon, Tony Stewart, sure. Kurt Busch, etc. Um, you know, made it to a video that actually popped up on Twitter this afternoon. People don't realize probably that he made it to the semifinals of an NHRA national event he in a did. top That's fuel right. car. Yeah. Got beat by Mike Dunn in the semifinals and actually beat Tommy Johnson Jr. in the second round. You know, Tommy's gone on to a, a well-known funny car career now. But, you know, that's uh, won an overall Rolex 24 uh, in 1989, I think it was. I mean, yeah. the man the man was so versatilely talented in so many different disciplines that people just forget, I think, sometimes uh, really how much talent was there because the numbers in NASCAR just didn't necessarily reflect what all he was able to do. But certainly a, a tremendous loss for the sport. And as, yes. uh, as several of the IndyCar radio folks, most notably Kevin Lee, I saw on Twitter this afternoon, you know, the paddock, the garage area, whatever in racing will not be the same now without john andretti's yeah. smile without john andretti's spirit uh you know with yeah it's it. uh it's been a been a tough day we lost john and we lost uh, a friend of ours craig murto who was yes, from uh, late model racer late magazine model racer and, and boy craig craig just uh was added so much to that part of the sport it was so passionate and such an old school nice yeah. guy um, he was just uh boy this has been a tough day and our condolences and prayers to both families and everybody involved yes we'll continue with more motorsports madness right after this 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, joined by Venturini Motorsports Arkham and Art Series driver Drew Dollar in studio tonight. And after uh, spending that opening segment really reminiscing about uh, the memory life career of the late John Andretti, who... Uh, I'll say we dedicate the remainder of tonight's show to certainly. We'll uh, now shift gears back across the table and uh, officially welcome Drew to the program. Uh, number one, it's good to have you in the studio with us, Drew. And number two, uh, I know the excitement is there. Uh, ha- have you got jitters? Are you eager yet about how close the kickoff to the season is? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was talking today to some of the guys. I mean, we got a week until we get down to Daytona, so I'm really excited and 
you know, cars are getting wraps on them, motors are in, final final adjustments really are happening at the shop now, so haulers are getting ready. So I'm really excited to get down there, and you can definitely feel that the whole racing season's ready to kick off. For a short track kid from Georgia, what's that emotion like that you're going to be getting ready to turn laps in ra- in competition at Daytona in about a week? Yeah, I think any kid who really starts driving any sort of car, any sort of, you know, you know, go-kart, quarter midget, legend car, whatever it is, I think a lot of those kids dream about getting to run laps at a place like Daytona. So to be able to go down earlier this this month or earlier in January, to be able to go down there and run some laps at Daytona was definitely something that I'd hoped to do for a few years. And, uh, you know, now going back in a week, having the ability to or having the opportunity to race down there, especially with a team like Venturini and in Toyota, um, it's just something that I'm really, really looking forward to. Well, when you think about kind of the arc of your career, I mean, tell us, tell us about how you got started and what got you started in the sport. Right. So, uh, I don't come from a racing family at all. That's what I thought. Yeah. So probably when I was about 13, I really started watching a bunch of cup races and, and, uh, Really enjoyed watching some, just the competition. I loved it, watching 40 drivers, or probably 43 at the time, but 40 drivers out there compete, and, you know, every Sunday watching the cup races, not sure who's going to win, but probably that started when I was about 13 years old. When I was about 15 is when I started asking to get in a race car, 14, 15 years old, and finally got my chance to test the legend car at about 15 and finally get in one to race one. And how old are you now? I'm 19 years old. So you've been racing exactly four years. Right, yeah, right around four years. Wow. I knew you were Quick you got rise. a late start, but I didn't realize it was that late. <laughs> yes, sir. His start was about the same time frame, roughly, as what William Byron was when he started. I think William has been, well, maybe, yeah. He was, he, William, William was, was, William was longer, about, but. no, William was about 15 when he started. Oh, yeah, as far as age. Yeah, but as far yeah, as, far as, older, a, yeah, as, yeah, far as age is concerned. Um, talk a little bit about how, how does one get from Legends Cars to ARCA in four years? I mean, what's that been like for you, the transition to each mm-hmm. step? Well, I think last year was a big, a big part of that, just because I ran the two years of Legend Cars, yep. and then last year went over to a team that had late models, uh, super late models, Canaan cars and ARCA cars. Right. So last year the plan was really just to run mostly late models, but as we continued, I had the opportunity to run some of the, um, you know, some of the Canaan races, and that just kind of, you know, put put the career on a little bit of a fast track last year because, you know, a lot of kids have to run at least a full year of late models or two full years of late models before they try right. something, yeah, like Canaan and ARCA. So last year was good just to learn a lot and. I think that's really what, what's gotten me to run the ARCA series now in my only fourth year racing. Do you feel like it's almost moving so fast that you haven't had time to stop and appreciate it? Not really. I think every, you know, every time I get to be around racing, I'm, a, I'm appreciating it. And uh, you know, it has moved fast, but at the same time, it hasn't moved too fast. It hasn't right. felt too fast. So it's kind of felt like, you know, I'm where I where I should be this year running the ARCA series, and, you know, we'll see what comes after. 
what you know going into this what's your mindset setting up for this arca season because it's not been too many opportunities that you've had to really points race it's you know you've been mostly mostly trophy hunting the last couple of years so is it a bit of a different mindset this year yeah for sure it's a different mindset i think you know the the big picture is obviously the championship run the 15 car that you know christian eckes won in last year so so to run the you know to be with the championship team from last year, definitely the mindset has to be on the championship. Mm-hmm. But obviously going out and getting wins is what I'm going to have to do, and, and that's definitely what, what we're aiming for, and I know I'm going to have the car and the crew capable of doing so. Do you feel any pressure stepping in, you know, stepping into the shoes that Christian left behind, or are you more excited about this? More excited about it. I mean, I haven't really felt that much pressure in any of the racing that I've done. I think, you know, probably like in legend cars I felt – nervousness early on but but since then i haven't really experienced pressure or uh you know being nervous about stepping into a car so you know i'm just more excited than anything are you in a classroom or are you well you're out of school now right yes sir i'm actually in a gap year so um graduated high school 2019 and i deferred texas christian is actually the school that i got into and oh wow was planning tcu right yes. yeah tcu on TCU. texas wow so go horn frogs territory. <laughs> yes right. he's from texas yes right. go horn frogs yeah so that's actually the school that i deferred a year um so i'm gonna so it saves my spot so you know this year's for racing and <laughs> now but what i mean what are you intending to major in well um depends on what school i end up going to because I don't know, with the racing, probably have to look at some online stuff. Um, okay, I was going <laughs> to say, how's that going to work? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's one thing to go to UNC Charlotte or, you know, some other school that's close mm-hmm. by. It's a whole other thing to be trying to go to school in Texas and racing <laughs> out of this area. That yeah. would be a, a rather difficult thing to do, I would would think. For sure, yeah. That, you know, we'd have to, well, we're going to have to figure out something else probably, but... Um, Definitely looking at maybe some sort of accounting, real estate accounting, something like that, real estate finance. Um, and then also I'm really interested in the construction science side of things. So building, Interesting. Building, yep. Okay. Building engineering and all that's that. That's a great uh, – I think that's a great career to have. It's certainly not going away. No. So it's a good It's a good fallback plan. Well, maybe we'll have to get – we, we'll need to – let's get Byron – give him Byron's ah. phone number. You can hook him up at Liberty Online or <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Do that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so I, I want to pick Drew's brain for a minute because the memory that sticks out to me was when I saw you last spring. I think it was at Atlanta, and you weren't in a full suit, but I remember – you were way overdressed for being at a racetrack. And I, I want to, I know it was to do with a lot of the honors programs and stuff that you were working through your last year of high school, but I wanted to ask you about that because I'm sitting there going, okay, are we sure this kid remembers he is actually at a racetrack? Well, yeah, I think that was a Friday. Uh, shoot. It, it was, was a truck practice. Yeah, it was, was the truck practice. Well, I was, uh, that was my high school uniform and my letter jacket on and everything, my tie. So we came straight. I came. I couldn't. I couldn't wait to get to the racetrack. Couldn't wait to get to the pits. Didn't even have time to change. <laughs> so, got straight out of class. Drove down to Atlanta Motor Speedway and went straight into the pits. He was motivated. He was motivated, Tom. Right. Very motivated. Yeah. It, it's always funny when that happens too. You see some of the the kids that race that are in like high school. You'll see them show up at the track and they'll race and then quick change into their prom tux or something, and <laughs> all of a sudden it's like. 
oh my gosh, what happened here? Yeah, uh, that's always pretty funny stuff. But um, what's well, I mean, it's great that you have at least an ambition and kind of know what you like to do. But something tells me that uh, you may have to put off college for a little while because I think you've got a future in the sport here. Right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll just, you know, I think the main focus for me, I kind of like to keep tunnel vision on race at a time. So right now, my number one focus is winning Daytona. And then after that, it's going to be on to Phoenix. So, And then big picture is just winning the championship this year. So, you know, I'll look into the future, but I don't, you know, you set goals, but you don't. I don't like to go farther than year at a time. Really. You don't want to get too far ahead <laughs> of yourself. Right. No, yeah. um, very wise. What were you feeling in the car? I know Daytona is kind of a little bit different animal, but obviously the ARCA cars are a lot different than anything you've experienced in the Legends car or even in the late model the last couple of years. Right, yeah. Last year I was actually able to run two ARCA races, and that's what I was talking about last year, being able to run a late model stock, ran a super race, ran some K&N, and ran two ARCA races closer to the end of the year. Um, it was Gateway in Kansas, and Kansas was the you know mile and a half for me. That was definitely something different. You could feel the ARCA car maybe uh, definitely had a little bit more horsepower than the K&N cars did, but, um, you know, just overall pretty much the same thing, both heavy cars. And and I don't think the transition to the car is going to be that big of a deal for me. Interesting. So you feel like even the little bit of experience you got last year will give you somewhat of a leg up compared to if you were just jumping into it fresh. Right, yeah. I'm not, I'm not too worried about getting into the car because – Really, the late mall stock K and N car, and also, well, now it's I guess the East car. Yeah, <laughs> East Arkham and West Menards car. East. Arkham Menards East. That's right. Yeah, all of them are pretty similar on weight, so uh, and power to weight ratio. So, you know, getting to getting the experience in all of them, I feel I feel prepared to hop, hop in full time. Okay, Arca. we we've got about a minute left in this segment. I'm gonna kind of throw you a slight curveball here. Is there any type of car that you would like to drive? If if you could drive any kind of car, race any kind of car with no uh, obstacles in the way, what would you pick? Oh, that's a tough question because, you know, I'd love to go super racing and go to some of the crown jewels like, uh, you know, obviously the snowball. I was going to say. I'd love to go win sure. that. Yeah. <laughs> Winchester. But, yeah, the Winchester is really the one that I love. Oxford I like Nashville. Yeah, but um, but I'd love to go indie racing or even F1 is just a whole other animal. That's awesome, but but I think we're going to be sticking to stock cars. (laughs) At least for now. Right. Hey, you never know where your career takes you. No. uh, I feel like the racing world's condensing now. It is. I I would agree with that sentiment. Roger Penske's buying everything. (laughs) He's going to own it all pretty quick. Well, don't get too too far ahead of yourselves. We're going to step aside, take a quick break here on Motorsports Madness. More with Venturini Motorsports' Drew Dollar when we come back. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color it, 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Well, there's a Toyota team made of Drew Dollars. Uh, Derek Krause going truck racing uh, this season with Bill McAnally and was in the uh, the west side of what's now the uh, Arkham Menard Series East and West just last year. We keep getting more and more truck announcements. I know. We really do. <laughs> we had Angela Ruck re- uh, yesterday, I think. Uh, for the Rayum brothers. She's yeah, for Josh. for Rayum, and uh, we had Mason Massey. That's an ex- that was an Xfinity run, announcement, well, yes, yeah, Xfinity, but uh, with another, BJ McLeod, yeah. yeah. So he ran some, just keeps going. Yeah, Mason ran some truck races this past did, year for, for Rayum uh, Brothers, yeah. and now, uh, as you mentioned, Angela. I know stepping there's in one more coming, possibly time. at the end of the week. So, I for think the truck it, series. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's one we've all been waiting on. Um, maybe there's two then, because I think this one's going to, for most people, is going to probably come straight out of left field. Huh. So well, we'll see. That is why they call it silly season, yes. isn't it? Um, Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, uh, James Mellick, aka Red, back behind the uh, b- behind the TV cameras, punching yep. buttons. It's a busy night tonight. I got uh, every mic on in the studio, so 
it's awesome to have all these feet sealed <laughs> and have all these people <laughs> in here. We, so we have every I'm mic excited, yeah, except we, for Nick. Nick we have every all we the have, mics on the board. Yeah, we have every one. microphone on, and we still don't have space for Nick. We, fi- yep, yeah, we, yeah, we finally any. got three of us in the shot over here. Uh, we yep. we squeezed Randy into our into our uh, one camera shot, so we got three of us in the shot. And poor Nick Moncher, the PR guru for Red Shreedy, is just kind of over there's there. There's the like, old three hey, shot yeah, right there. I'm I'm just more impressed. We got the triple shot on screen. Good job, Bill. You're watching yeah, us in Charlotte. That's Drew Dollar. That's Randy and Miller. And look, it even goes small, me. medium, large. <laughs> oh! <laughs> wow. Actually, that's a compliment. That's the smallest size I've been called in 10 years. <laughs> I was oh, talking about height. I don't know what y'all were talking oh. about. But okay. <laughs> Well, I was trying to take the high road here, and everybody <laughs> just went right straight to the gutter. You take the high. You never take the high road where I'm. I don't concerned. have a choice but to take the high I road. I don't think you're. I don't know if you're much taller than Drew, though. Well, no, I think it's just because our chairs are. Yeah, I was. Yeah, Drew, Drew walked Drew, in. We, I we said, gave, "Oh man, your parents have been watering you." We gave Drew the short <laughs> chair, I think, just so we could keep him closer to you. Yeah, Drew sprouted right up there since the last last time I saw him. Okay. Somebody has to eat, has to breathe the air down there. So. <laughs> yes. Oh boy, we're we're gonna digress before we just totally lose control of this. I think we did that three minutes ago. Well, yeah, something like that. I want to get back to Drew and find out what the team dynamics been like in the Venturini shop, getting ready for this. Because yeah, I thought last year, I thought last year's group was kind of an eclectic bunch, but it's really gotten fun over there for uh, for 2020 between you. Mason, Corey, you've got Selfie, who I have a feeling is probably playing babysitter for all you young kids. Yeah, and, and he's so old. Yeah, I know. He, and and Repco, so too. Old. Don't forget about Repco. Oh, yeah, I can't forget about Repco. And they brought Sorry. Nick Moncher back. Well. <laughs> you know, to just, just to be the ringleader. I think Moncher's <laughs> washing his hands of all this stuff. <laughs> I've, yeah. only, he's, I've only officially known Nick for about two weeks, and he, has, he already has more gray hair than he had two weeks ago. We haven't so. even started the racing season. He's already pleading plausible deniability. <laughs> anyway, all, all seriousness, how much fun is it over there with, with, all, with all you guys who really have raced against each other a bunch kind of coming together now on the same team? Yeah, I think it's going to be a cool season with that. I mean, obviously we got a lot of different – groups going on we've got some people running part-time and got some people running you know the east show or the east arkham Arts east series yeah so so uh i don't know how often we're all going to be at the same racetrack together Mm -hmm. but i think it'll be all right i think everyone's going to kind of help help each other a little bit i'm definitely looking forward to working with michael this year he uh he's been to all the tracks multiple times so and obviously he's been fast and knows how to win races so he's going to be real cool to get to go to all these racetracks with and run the full full season with them of the 20 races on the arca schedule where are you most looking uh, daytona aside we we know Mm -hmm. about that but where are you most looking forward to visiting this year i'm excited to go back to kansas for sure um back to ism ism's or i guess phoenix now yeah Yeah, it's back to just about the time you learn it right exactly yeah i was i finally got around to calling it ism now they got the name changed we like the guys at ism we'll throw them a free plug (laughs) Right, but I, I mean, I'm looking forward to all the races, really. I, I mean, dirt races, Watkins Glen's going to be cool, even mid-Ohio. Are you going to run the dirt deal? Right, yeah, yeah, the full he's got to, He's got to because he's right. running for a championship. That's right, I forgot, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's part of it, yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's going to be a new ex- experience do you have? None. None. One yeah, legend, I, one I knew where that race. was going. Yeah, yeah, I got one legend car race on dirt about, well, that'll be fun. you know, I think that was my second or third legend car race ever. We ran on dirt down in Georgia, so, you know, <laughs> we're going to fresh start for us. But I'm looking forward to it, and I think 
I know that Venturini cars have been faster in the past, so yeah. you know they're going to help me get up to speed, and they know how to coach me up for them. Well, I, I, I can tell you this. Uh, Selfie will tell you that anything you think you know about running dirt there, just throw it out of your mind because it's nothing like what you think it's going to well, be. Well, for him, it'll be no problem because he doesn't know anything about running dirt. This right? is true. <laughs> That's true. That's, that, he could be sneaky good because he's not coming in with any bad habits. Valid point. Very yeah, valid point. Yeah. Wow. I, you know, I had forgotten uh, you mentioned Kansas, and I had forgotten you had been there. Right, yeah. End of the year last year yep. was when I ran Kansas. Yeah, I, I had forgotten about that. And you, were, I think you ran, you ran well in that race, too, if I remember right. Yeah, we were actually fastest in practice on race run and uh, in mock qualifying speed. So, you know, we we were pretty good there. Um, the race, we, were faded, we faded a little bit, but just good experience. Finished all the laps. That's that was the main thing. I think we came home like mm-hmm. seventh, maybe sixth or seventh. So still really good. So right, <laughs> yeah, no, really respectable yeah. for sure. And you know, this year, I I think this year for you, with as much late model time as you've had, we we know you know how to get it done on the short tracks. But uh, you know, Kansas was the first step last fall of getting you more acclimated on on the mile and a half tracks uh, and feeling the arrow a lot more. Right. Yeah, the arrow was definitely something that I had to adjust during the race, but I feel comfortable. You know, with working the air and and all that kind of stuff, and I feel comfortable on those big tracks. I I really enjoy it, so I'm really looking forward to this year getting to run multiple mile and a half between Charlotte, mm-hmm. Kansas, and and I know we got Chicago Land on the yep. list too. I was gonna say, I'm sure probably the only bummer is that you don't get to take the Arca car and go run at your home track, go run at Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. I wish they, I wish we got to run Atlanta, some tracks like Kentucky and. Texas too. I think that'd be really cool to get to run Texas. Obviously, ooh, Arca race yeah. at Texas. Hey, Eddie Gossage, if you're listening, Coda. Really? Take him to Coda. Sure, why not? Arca did run one race at Texas a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Why years ago? Years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah Texas you? would be interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Venturini won that one. So pretty sure they did. <laughs> I saw that Venturini's banner. Won at most. I see that banner yeah, up there. It's not. They've they won a lot of races. You're, I mean, does it? Do you really? I'm sure by now you've it's kind of settled in. But you're driving for one of the best teams, if not the best team in the history of the ARCA series. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, that's, that's for pretty sure. special. That is for sure. Um, it's really cool. I think you just look at the last few years, and you know they're the most dominant team. But it's cool when you walk in the shop and see win banners from <laughs> over a decade ago. You know, decades ago. So that's. That's cool that there's some sort of history there of, of winning races in yeah. the ARCA series. It, it makes it much easier for you as a driver, I would imagine, knowing that you're coming in and you don't have to deal with, there's not going to be equipment issues. I mean, yeah, okay, parts break or whatever, but I'm just saying by and large, you know the equipment can win. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think the main thing is focusing on myself and just, and just figuring out over the first few races how to how to you know, how the team works and how to commu- all the communication and everything. But once we get that figured out, you know, it's, it's all focused on winning. It's going to be focused on winning from, from day one. No, that's a great way to do it. What are we up to, Mantra? I was trying to do the math here while they were talking. 66 wins total now? He's going to have to look it up. See, he hasn't got a microphone, so yeah. we, 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 got, we got him in parentheses. We, 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 so. we do. That's why I, I, I have a good line of sight across the table. 65. 65. Was it I w- 14 last year? 
See, I, w- I was trying to figure it out because I thought I counted it right. Seavies was the 50th win, and I thought I, I thought I counted it right. I must have gotten one off somewhere. It's going to be 66 at Daytona, most my, likely. My math skills <laughs> so, are terrible. Anybody it's a question else? of which one, but yeah. are somebody's you, getting 66. Ha- hang on a minute. Are, I, I'm not, I mean, I agree with you, but I'm not, re- I don't think it's going to be quite as easy as just saying it's going to happen. It is Daytona well, I after say it all. I just have that much faith in what the drivers they're bringing and the cars. I don't disagree. And Daytona does owe selfie one or two. Yeah, sure or does. Or several. Yeah, several. <laughs> yeah, but he's going to have some competition. These younger boys are good. Oh, no, they're very good. I'm, and I'm th- actually looking forward to this year's ARCA race. Well, you know what? Not just the ARCA race at Daytona, Tom, but honestly, I've sensed a new round of optimism around the entire deal, the National Series, the East, and the West this year. It feels like there's been a lot of enthusiasm injected into... The whole injected into the whole sequence. Um, I I was talking with two drivers who made their Arca West announcements uh, late last night. Uh, Blaine Perkins and oh, yeah, that's Trevor right. Huddleston, who are going to well, be with Sunrise Ford for. But there's a bigger aspect to that. They're actually now partnering with Stuart Haas Racing. They too. are. That's going to and, and that's going to be a really big deal that they're partnering with SHR um, as, as a development program yep. and something that I'm sure I know Bob and Maureen have been working towards with that team for quite some time. Of course, you know Bill McAnally has been the Toyota development sure. arm on the West Coast, but now to see that play out with Ford and to see Ford take a bigger interest in in development yep. at that level, I think is a lot bigger bigger game changer than people give it credit for very big deal yep and i'm i'm glad for those two drivers because both of them are good drivers and i think have a lot of potential so that's no doubt good for that uh series out there for sure for sure uh you know i'm i'm looking forward to daytona um you know we've talked about field sizes being down the last couple years i don't think you're gonna have that problem not just at daytona but really across the entire schedule hopefully i i really do hope that the more unification of the rule book will allow for you know some of the teams regionally to compete on you know compete in the national races that their travel you know proximity allows them to do i know that's been the hope ever since um you know nascar purchased arca and started kind of unifying arca and and knn into one you know one larger umbrella for 2020 and i do believe you'll see some of that i really do well, I at least I hope. I'm looking forward to Daytona is what I really am focused on because I just think that has the chance to be an amazing race. we got some really talented young drivers in that race this year. Indeed, and for anybody who doesn't remember, Venturini Motorsports is the defending winners of the Daytona Arca race. Oh, by the way, because Harrison Burton, two-time defending winner. Yeah, that's right. Harrison yep. Burton won it last year and... That selfie did get one, but he should have That's about three right, by did. now. Selfie yeah, wanted right. in 18. He did get it. Yep. In, in that ridiculous, stupid triple over time, that race made me scream at the end of it. Well, that's a whole other argument for us. I know, I know Michael was happy, but for those of us who were covering that race, I wanted to beat my head against the wall before it was about well, the second over. I understand. It was, didn't it go like five? When it looked like five. No, it went it three, three. It went three before they finally put it out of its misery. Well, <laughs> see, and that's 
to me, that's a driver issue. I always, I, to me, a race ends under green, period. You know, I've said this on these, show, these shows forever. Yes, yes, A race yes. that ends under caution is not over. It's just suspended and abandoned. Um, and so for me, I want to see a green flag finish. I just want to see the drivers do their job. When you run more than half the race under caution, the drivers are not doing their jobs. Well, that's a, wasn't that the race where only like six cars fault. finished or five cars finished? That like, was no, that was the truck race. That was the last, truck race? Yeah. last. Well, yeah, I know, but there wasn't race. there was an ARCA race too where it was like yeah, I think maybe three quarters of the field were gone. That yeah. might have been that race as a matter of fact. I think there've been several of those over the years. Yeah, there have been, especially at Daytona. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, there, well, somehow there were actually 18 cars that finished that 2018 yeah. race, but that's a that's a whole other story entirely. Anyway, we're going to step aside, take a break. When we return, we'll have much more motorsports madness. Drew Dollar's sticking with us, and I'm sure we'll find some other things to talk about with him. Back with more of the show in just a couple of minutes. Stick around. We'll be right back. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up for more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. 
Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. The Flying Crossing Guard. Yes. The Flying Crossing Guard, Tyler Ingram. Welcoming us back to Motorsports Madness. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, just go to Tyler Ankrum's Twitter account and watch the video that GMS Racing did earlier this week when he, well, introduced his paint scheme for 2020 as a a crossing guard. Yeah. It is a good-looking paint scheme, though. uh, He pulled that off very well, I might add. He did. It was quite hilarious. What's fun about Tyler is that Tyler... Tyler's a very old soul. He's a very kind of old-fashioned kid. So, and he's got a very dry sense of humor. So it's he's he's kind of willing to do pretty much anything to to get a laugh. And You're he surprised. pulled that off perfectly. So, yeah, that was fun. No, it, it was a great time. Uh, certainly, very much. I told uh, him the next time he comes in for the show, he's got to bring the uh, vest and the br- bring the vest <laughs> and actually be a crossing yeah, guard a crossing on WSIC. Yeah. I love it. Yep. So. Anyway, for those just joining us, welcome. Hi, Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Red, otherwise known as James Mellick, Punching Buttons. Our special guest for the night is Venturini Motorsports Arkham and Hard Series driver Drew Dollar, who will embark on his rookie season in the series in 2020, starting that off next Saturday at Daytona International Speedway for the Lucas Oil 200, driven by General Tire. Look at that. Got it all right. You did. I'm proud of you. Charlie Craw would be proud of me. Yes. Charlie is Arca's resident PR, PR statistical. Yeah. Yeah. He ta- he's the only person I know that uh, that that can talk about Arca more than Tim Clack. <laughs> yeah, and you got to work hard to get that title. Yes, you do. Yes, yes, you do. I had I had to throw the Clagger reference because I uh, I know he is listening tonight. So, hi Tim. Absolutely, Jacob. <laughs> Yes, you did. Hashtag yes, you did. I'm proud of you. We we love you, Tim. We really do. Absolutely. We missed we missed him. No doubt. We uh, missed him. So uh, if you're just joining us, uh, basically this segment is kind of a transition. We've still got a whole other hour of show left to go, which is really exciting. Um, we'll have more with Drew. We can probably break down the ARCA opener here coming up. And, and there's sure. even more news to talk about, too, which yep. we'll get to. Uh, there was a lot of things that happened this week. Busy so week. go grab a snack, go grab a drink, settle in. We'll be back with more Motorsports Madness coming back right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must 
must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick, Drew Dollar still with us, and uh, Nink Moncher is over there playing. No, I was... Uh, <laughs> Nink. Nink. <laughs> I, you know what? It's been a long day, and my brain and my brain and my Jacob tongue are no longer reboot. connected. Well, we know people that can do that. You know, that's a really bad way to segue for me, but a good segue for you. So why don't you tell the people about how they can learn how to reboot me? Oh well, that's a whole other thing in we and of itself. I don't think we have enough time in the show, but. Sometimes when he's not completely just gone, um, my computer career can provide some great training on how to reboot Jacob. Here's the deal. Mycomputercareer.edu is training for a better life. If you are looking for a change in career, or maybe you're just looking for a first career, mycomputercareer.edu may be your answer. You just go to mycomputercareer.edu, go to their website. And they have a free career evaluation. IT is one of the fastest growing industries in this country. Right now, there are over 2 million cybersecurity jobs unfilled. There are way more opportunities for work than there are qualified uh, specialists to fill those opportunities. So in as little as four months, you could be ready to take one of those jobs and be on your way to an amazing career uh, mycomputercareer.edu. It is not rocket science. It is my computer career. And here's the thing. They have financial aid. If you're eligible, including the GI Bill, you can do this in as little as just a few days a week online or at one of their seven campuses across the country. And when you're ready to enter the workforce, my computer career works with hundreds of employers to help get you placed. You can't be with better people. I've been to the Raleigh campus. I've talked to these students. They love this training, and it's been very successful for a lot of people across the country. MyComputerCareer.edu, it is training for a better life, and to take a look is free. Take the career evaluation 
and go from there. MyComputerCareer.edu. Thank them for uh, sponsoring Race Chaser Media content as well while you're and at it. And fixing me. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness Power. Wow, I powered got by, I, powered by mycomputercareer.ed. I got distracted because the screen We've over there. We've already rebooted you once. No, I, I well that wasn't a reboot. I got distracted because the WSIC <laughs> screen behind Drew's head. If if Melek can click the camera so the people can see it, maybe I don't think in it a can. second. 
Yeah, he, I don't think you'll he'll, see he'll work out. There, there we go. go. Yeah, that screen that behind one. Drew and right Randy's there. head, it, it flickered and went, yeah, black, went black for a minute and then came yeah. back on. And I got, I saw that and my brain just stopped. I was so confused. So. Your lack of brain power is making everything in the studio go amok. <laughs> yeah, we just had the same situation over here with the computer. It kind of just flickered. Yeah, there's <sighs> weird, weird things happening here. We've yeah, got well, like a poltergeist or something in the studio yeah i don't, I don't know. know if this place is haunted but if it is know. uh i'm gonna be the first one to run <laughs> run out the door <laughs> if you get so. sucked to the giant hole above your head we'll know that something happened the giant you. hole above my head is freezing me thanks there's gonna be icicles coming off my nose before the end of the show <sighs> thanks Melek. oh you're always welcome we'll, we'll get him some cheese to go with this wine whatever break. anyway this is motorsports madness if you're just figuring yes, that out is. now jacob zealman tom baker randy miller Red Drew Dollar is still with us. Um, <laughs> we haven't scared him off yeah, yet. He's hanging right in there. Yeah. Well, I, I think we had Drew on the phone a time or two before this, and he's probably he's probably wondering why he agreed to come in studio after seeing how this has turned out. He's but. finding out why it is called madness. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is cool. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, we're glad Happy you're here. All Drew. seriousness. Now, one thing that just occurred to me, um, actually going back to the comment that you made about this year being for racing. So you're from Georgia. Are you going to be up here for most of the year so that you can be in and out of the shop on a regular yep. basis? That's right. I wondered about year. that. Yeah, up here this year so I can use the Toyota Gym, Toyota Simulator, all that, all the great things that Toyota gives us access to and also be close to the shop. Venture any shop. I was going to say, it, it also gives you an opportunity to be close at hand uh, you know, when you start winning races, so we can pull you back in here, too. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. He likes that idea. Yeah, sure. Well, now, so are you, did you move up here then, or you're just kind of renting something temporarily, or what's... Right, yeah, just okay. just temp- temporary, I guess, you know, and th- then we'll see. It's way better up here. Actually, <laughs> hang on. For racing, anyway. I yeah, just, not I'm not saying in... Right, no, no I just thought I just thought about Georgia. this because uh, Corey and May. I think Corey and Mason were just... You're at the Speedway, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. I, Corey and Mason were talking about that after the show Monday night. Yeah, somebody's. It, well, were they saying? So do you? Yeah, that, he he's a, he's in one of the he's in one of the condos at the Speedway. Okay, I think. okay, I got you. Yeah, so Good, yeah, nice nice be, view. That'll be the uh, sure. that'll yep. be the prime hangout. For the for Team Venturini, it, it, it may well be. Now the good news for Drew is it lets him have an up close and personal view and try to figure out how to go quickly at Charlotte for when you're there in May for the Arca race. That's right. Yeah, every every day I see the track. That's awesome. He can think about it and try and figure out ways to get around it faster than everybody else. See, I'm I'm already excited about May at Charlotte <laughs> for that Arca race to get back there. I mean, we had a decent field there last year, Tom. But yeah. shoot. I think we're really going to be looking nice when we get back there uh, or close to Memorial Day weekend. I like the changes, too. I like the changes. Oh, to, to Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again, people are complaining because, well, every time NASCAR makes a change, they complain. But man, I, man, I think man, this man. is, I think it's great. I think it condenses the schedule nicely. Yep. It'll make each day mean more, you know. And uh, For sure. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. All right, so I'm actually I actually want to go back and see if we have an entry list yet for for next weekend's race because I'm now uh, I'm now innately interested, and we'll see if we'll see if I can't find it. the The new Arca website is awesome, by the way, but I haven't quite found where everything's at yet. Yeah, they kind of it's they played the shell game and moved a lot of things around, so you got to yes, the shell. Yes, to see, they did. Try to guess where everything went. Ah, right. Did I find it, Race Center? No, they don't have an. I don't think I was going to say I haven't seen one. Up yeah. yet. I'm sad. 
I I would think it should be any time. Yeah, I bet we uh, I bet we will end up seeing it early next week. I would imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. but we know last minute. Yes, we know. Well, NASCAR <laughs> does it week of too. Tuesday forget. afternoon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's it'll be last minute now. Things that we know. We know this guy's going to be there. We know his teammate Michael Self is going to be there. So that that's what's important, right? We got two well, cars. I was going to say. You got. We know Nick Montrose is going to be a busy man there. Yeah, yes, Nick's yes, we be do. All over the place. <laughs> Nick's going to be so busy this year; he's not going to know what day of the week it is once the season starts, or what racetrack he's at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's looking at what day is it now. <laughs> okay, Drew. So let's have a little fun here. What's on your pizza? Uh, pepperoni. Just. Playing. See, you're as boring as Repco. So ah. he's no, a, you can't say that. Just pepperoni. It's like, man, okay, uh, all right. So if you can keep any three apps on your phone, but that's it, what are they? Oh, uh, man. Only three. Does the text message app count? Well, it kind of comes with a phone. Okay, so okay. So we'll dismiss that. the added apps, um, going to go with Snapchat. Okay, there's one. I I hate to say it. It's going to be – it's going to be – I guess I gotta say Twitter and Instagram also. There goes Facebook, folks. Oh, he's done. Well, I mean, hey, anybody. Or maybe, maybe we drop the Twitter. I can do that on a computer. We keep the Instagram <laughs> on the phone. See, see, <laughs> this kid's an engineer. You can tell this kid's an engineer because he's already of- thinking about alternate yes. ways to do this. And you saw how he went with Snapchat first. Yeah. And we talked about it last time. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. The younger crowd goes with Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm, just what I'm everyone afraid. Uses. I, I love Snapchat. Snapchat. I use it too. So. Snapchat scares me. It's just that's I hear too many stories about it. I'm not that and TikTok. I don't understand that. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know what TikTok is, but I do use Snapchat. I participate. TikTok in that. is kind of the new thing now. Yeah, and but there's a lot of security concerns around that app. But I've okay, heard, so I'm not going anywhere near that one. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting that Snapchat's first, and then you keep Twitter and Instagram. I guess Facebook is kind of not the kid thing anymore. I don't know. I've never not had really. a Facebook. So. I was wondering about that because I tried tagging you in our Facebook post mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, he's see. he's never been on Facebook, and I haven't been on there in over a year. So, Drew, Drew and I, Drew, Drew and I are, are at least in the in a similar boat on in that regard. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter just is simpler and makes sense. Okay, chocolate or vanilla? Man, I guess vanilla. We'll go with vanilla. Good choice. <laughs> okay, Red Bull or Nas? Oh. <laughs> I don't drink energy drinks. Good for you. Good That's answer. the best answer we've ever had to that question. Water. Right there. We got water. Favorite music? Uh, probably country or rap. It's tight. I wouldn't have expected That's country like from you. Opposite. Yeah, exactly. Opposite. It just depends on the on the mood. Lately, it's been rap. Lately, what? that doesn't surprise that doesn't surprise me. Knowing some of your predecessors at at Venturini. So. Oh really? Yeah. Well, then in the summer, it's probably going to be be country. So. See, that's going to make him good when 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 he gets with the rest of the Toyota contingent and they we get to the JBL name that song challenge. Drew will be okay there. Oh yeah, that that sounds like a blast. That would be fun. The, can you sing though? No, not at all. Good, <laughs> good. It's so much more fun when you can't sing. Right. Yeah. yeah don't, don't be like who who was it? Who was in here the other day? It was do Cor- that. it was Corey. Corey, that's right. Yeah. It was yeah, Corey. Don't be like Corey Hyman. So uh, that, uh, like just go go do it and have a good time. Don't never be afraid to embarrass yourself. Oh yeah, I'd be excited. In something to do that. like that because that's a that's the whole point of it. It gets more views right. if you're doing that. That's fun stuff. Okay. Do you have a favorite movie? Um. American Made. 
Ooh, good answer. That's an there interesting you go. choice. A good movie. Favorite racing movie? <laughs> Probably Rush, the one with James Hunt and See, uh, Nicky Lauda. I'll allow that. That's a good. That's a that's a good choice. As long as you at least say that other at, at least he else didn't else. do what what Mason and Corey did. And yeah. go with Rick. You know, but he still doesn't. Talladega the thing Night. is, though, these young kids have not seen Stroker Racer Six Pack, so we already know. That I've as, seen both as so. a bonding exercise. We already know that Nick's going to get everybody together in the in the uh, Venturini shop and have a movie day. Yeah, we just have to find. We just have to find a, a DVD copy of Stroker Race first. <laughs> Oh, I've got it. Oh, do you? There yeah. you go. Oh, Nick's got it too. Nick's got it yeah, too. Yeah, I've I've got okay. it. Oh, I've had Stroker Ace forever. That I watch that movie at least once every couple months just for fun. So here I'm gonna not necessarily date myself because I'm not that old yet, but I, I I'm certainly going to date the technology. You want to know how I first watched Stroker Ace on my dad's VHS, VHS player? Absolutely. Well, of course I saw it when it was actually like live on or not live, in a theater no on like showtime or whatever hbo whatever years ago but, no i did not see it in a theater um but yeah one of the the movie channels which everyone played at first when something it came like out. that yeah. those the hell needed movies were fun because they had real drivers and and you know burt reynolds was a hoot and then <laughs> the outtakes the bloopers were as funny as the movie we've had plenty of bloopers already ourselves tonight we'll probably have more but we got to take a break first Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even RaceCom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. 
You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I will now officially reiterate the only Venturini Motorsports <laughs> driver that has not yet been in this building. Until they sign another one. <laughs> Moncher's probably looking at you and going, please, no, no I've, got, <laughs> I've got enough to deal no. with already. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Yeah, we've been a little crazy tonight. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Red, James Mellick, uh, Drew Dollar has been in studio with us so far the whole show. Actually going to circle back to a little bit more news that's been on the uh, on the wire today and over the last couple of days for starters. Um, A.J. Allmendinger <laughs> confirmed to what is an eight-race Tom calendar of Xfinity Series yes. starts at College Racing this year. Um, all three super speedway events, the two Daytonas and Talladega, and five, count them, five Xfinity road course races this year. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen because AJ alluded to it um, in his press conference after he won uh, the Roval in at, at uh, Charlotte in the fall. He made the statement that at that point, um, I'm not sure if it was Matt or Chris, but one of them had already said that they would like him to do all of the road course races. Now, of course, they've NASCAR added, snuck in another one. Um, but we knew that it was going to be an expanded schedule. He did say that he wasn't necessarily looking to run more races, but that for Matt and Chris, he would do that. Yeah. Because he, he enjoys, you know, the, the, the team. And um, I think it's great. I mean, that's going to be, sure. college racing is going to be so much They're going to be fun this we year. We had Chris on the inside pass on Tuesday, and he was great. It's just, they're so excited. So, yeah. Randy, Chris Rice is always enthusiastic. Is he even more so enthusiastic right now, knowing what's coming? He's, they're ready. They're, they're, they really want to, they're hoping for good things with Justin, and they hope to make the Daytona 500 with Justin. They would that's like to a, win the Daytona 500. That's a big 500. deal. I have there's a bounty on my head because I personally said that Chris was going to make the Hall of Fame by 2026. So he's only got <laughs> oh, like yeah. six wow. years to do that. And so he's if but he did say that if uh, if Justin happens to win the day 2500, he's going to retire and stay in Miami. <laughs> so he was going to buy a condo in Miami. He was never nice. coming home. So he may so. have to move the Hall of Fame up a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure there's a part of the the college racing team that doesn't want to see Justin win the day 2500. But <laughs> I mean, all kidding aside, they they are ready. They they are focused. They want the championship. They want all the cars to make the playoffs, and and they they are going to come out swinging. I, I guarantee you. Oh, I, I believe that um, for sure. We talked earlier about uh, the Trevor Huddleston and Blaine Perkin announcement. That Blaine Perkins announcement. Say. There we go. <laughs> I'm I'm having problems tonight. Just I'll, I'll own up. Slow I'll down, own it. Son. Yeah, I'm trying. Um, he's ready for Daytona. I am ready for Daytona. I, I'm yeah, moving. He's not, quick. he's not playing the guy at the end of the car commercial. There, he's just going down to cover a race. I know. Slow yeah, down. Sorry. 
Breathe. Anyhow, we talked about that uh, <laughs> at, uh, for the Sunrise Ford team with Bob yes. Brincotti this year on the ARCA West Series. And then there was the IndyCar news that happened today that we kind of, uh, we had the feeling it was coming uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, during this show when we uh, saw something from the Indy Star, but confirmed earlier this morning, Tony Kanon will wrap up his uh, full, well, I say full-time, not full-time anymore, but his primary driver duties in the NDT IndyCar right. Series with a five-race schedule on the ovals this year, starting at the Indianapolis 500 in May. He'll drive the 14 car for uh, AJ, and man, you know, to hear Tony talk today, I actually tuned into the whole press conference, and really it was, to me, it was about the opposite of what I expected, you know, and Tony was quick to say, this is not a sad day. This is a happy day because we've got five more. And he goes, you know, I can't be disappointed that I've only got five this year because I was blessed to be here for 23 years already. And, and there are some people that, you know, probably told me I shouldn't have been here that long, but we were, and we've had a great time. And he's looking, you know, NTT is one of his personal sponsors, and he's going to actually be at all 17 races this year. The 12 that he's not driving at, he's going to be an ambassador for the series and spend a lot of time with the fans. And for anybody that knows TK, that's TK. He loves the fan engagement. Yeah, Tony Kanan is one of the one of these drivers. He reminds me, he and Max Pappas are so much alike in their personalities that they're, you know, I always used to kind of joke when Max w was racing that, you know, Max is just happy to be here. You know, he, he, of course he wants to win and he wants to run well, but he just has a good time. Elio Castroneves, same type of personality. Tony fits right into that group. Um, you know, I, I hope somehow he can get a win in one of those five and, Oh, gosh. I mean, we're not supposed to be biased, but I think I'd probably shed a few tears if that man wins the Indy 500 for A.J. Foyt. I don't know. If, I don't know if it'll happen, yeah. but wouldn't that be something? He's already won it once, did it with yep. uh, Vassar Sullivan, what was then KVSH racing back in 2013. Yep. So. I, I <laughs> Boy, a second. I think they might burn the place down if he wins it a second time. I remember him being on, I think it was Good Morning America or something, after he won that first Indy 500, and they were talking about, the, the, of course, I forget who the female host was, but not a racing person. Yeah. And she's talking about how there's, a, there's, there's an awful lot of names on that trophy. Um, said something about how, how are you going to stand out? And he didn't even hesitate. He said, I'll be the one with the biggest nose. <laughs> <laughs> the it's nose like, knows that's, that's, that's right Tony, you know it was great so yeah it's it's uh i i'm glad that he's got five more and oh, i yeah. hope that he does well with them a note on that 14 car by the way sebastian bordet figures uh to play into that car for a handful of the road course races and it looks like really uh, yeah i hadn't heard that yeah there are uh, four races it sounds like wow and then uh dalton kellett uh who was yep. in andretti autosports indy lights program last year also Good figures choice. to play a role in that car for some of the road and street races as well this year so a, a pretty diverse lineup for the second car alongside charlie kimball but uh certainly one that has the potential to make a lot of noise when you figure in canon and bordet and the experience that they have boy if they could somehow get a deal to run bordet full times in 21 uh boy how much fun would oh, that be right I mean, you know aj they're trying so hard over they there, are and i hope they i hope they can get back to the point where you know they can contend for wins on a regular basis because Yes. You know, super techs, just like Richard Petty and NASCAR, you, you want to see that car up front. 
you know. Yes. And then, of course, how can I forget the big news that came out officially Tuesday evening, Daniel Suarez going full-time with Gaunt Brothers Brothers Racing for 2020 in the number 96 Toyota Camry. And what stuck out to me from the teleconference that I was able to be a part of Tuesday night with Daniel and Marty— they're not looking at this at all like a you know one-year deal or a short-term thing. Both of them are looking to build this team around one another, and Marty in particular wants to build this team around Daniel for Daniel, hopefully Daniel and the team's ultimate success. You know, they yep. want to see this be a multiple-year deal where they can both grow together, driver and organization, and I think that. You know, certainly is something that Daniel's never had, and I think it's a great philosophy for Gaunt Brothers to have as they grow this team, no? Well, I agree 100%, and I I think this is, sometimes timing is everything, and I think that the timing for this pair to come together is very good. Daniel Daniel came up to Cup kind of in a huff uh, or in a rush, uh, and, you know, he was never really... They had three different crew chiefs. I mean, it was tough for him at JGR. And then he went to Stuart Haas, and I thought that, by and large, he did a really good job last season. He just missed the playoffs. The whole team was off a step for most of the year. I mean, you know, I I really would have liked to have seen him stick there. But I think at this point in his career, Daniel needs somebody to focus on him. And to really, you know, give him the faith and and give him the time. And I think at the same time, Gaunt Brothers are in a, a situation where I think, again, Parker Kligerman has helped that team become a very respectable team. And with the extra funding that Daniel brings, yeah. you know, this this could be a nice situation, especially when we get into 21 and we get the new Gen 7. Everybody, at least for a little while, is going to be on the same page and, you know, hopefully maybe they they can latch on to something and elevate themselves. I think this is a good situation. I think it is as well. Now, a little bit more news to uh, talk about surrounding Speed Weeks. Uh, Alex Bowman and Hendrick Motorsports confirming a couple of things. Number one, that Valvoline will serve as the primary sponsor of the number 88 Chevrolet Camaro ZL11LE during all of Daytona Speed Weeks. And also that three brands from the Chevrolet Accessories family will be uh, represented on that car in 26, I believe, of the 38 races yeah. throughout the Cup Series season this year. Yep, and that was, I think we all figured that, you know, at least, I, I mean, every, I'm not, wasn't worried. Rick Hendrick never has any trouble finding sponsors. You know, well, there's always, you know. No, no, he went to General Motors and said, here's what we need to do. And General Motors said, okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Uh, but, it, I mean, look, there's Rick has a lot to offer to he a does. sponsor with all of his dealerships and all the assets that he has, all that he can do for them, not even, you know, even aside from the racing. So um, there's never a shortage of opportunities there. And I'm sure that that's a win-win for everybody. And uh, it's great for Alex because obviously he gets to sort of shepherd some new sponsors into the sport who then will become sort of his sponsors, so to speak, and hopefully can grow with them and stay with them for a little while. Indeed. Two more real quick nuggets uh, before we go to break number one. Uh, The late Robert Yates was honored with the North Carolina Motorsports Association's Achievement in Motorsports Tribute Award on Tuesday night during the NCMA 
Awards Banquet at the Embassy Suites Concord. Uh, his son Doug and uh, widow Carolyn accepting that award on uh, on his behalf. Of course, uh, Robert losing his battle with cancer not too yep. long ago. So that was uh, nice to see the NCMA tribute the now NASCAR Hall of Famer as well. And when we come back from break, we are going to be joined by a driver who was busy doing a lot of fun things over the previous weekend in racing. We're going to be joined on the strutmasters.com hotline by Rolex 24 at Daytona class winner Colin Brown who uh, took a win or helped take home a win in the LMP2 class with Dragon Speed. We'll hear from him right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Hey, 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Red, otherwise known as James Mellick, punching buttons. Drew Dollar has been our guest for this show inside the WSIC studios here in Statesville, North Carolina. However, right now we're going to go to the Strutmasters.com hotline and pick up a driver who has been uh, very busy over the last weekend or so uh taking home some hardware and we now welcome to motorsports madness rolex 24 at daytona class winner from this year's 58th edition colin brown joins us now uh colin first off congratulations second off uh are you wearing the hardware currently <laughs> well thanks for having me on unfortunately no not currently wearing uh wearing the watch but uh, hopefully here soon Talk me through that race. Obviously, you know, you've been a part of the Rolex 24 in several classes over the years, and I know every year it seems it's different, uh, you know, depending on what car you're driving. But this year, seemed it, it was straightforward at times for you guys, but uh, definitely never easy when you're having to, get, to navigate twice around the clock. No, for sure not. I mean, you know, every year that I've done the race, this year, my 16th uh, start, actually, seems to be, you know, more and more uh, aggressive in terms of just how you have to approach this race. I mean, we've talked about it for the last couple of years. You know, no longer do you save the equipment, you know, saving the brakes, saving the transmission. I mean, it's just a flat-out sprint race from from the drop of the green until the checkered. And so um, every year it seems like that has just gotten more and more true, and you're just, you know, pushing harder and harder every single year. And so... You know, definitely not an easy race for us. I mean, we were able to uh, kind of qualify up front and then ran up front in the first bit of the race and then had a had a puncture, actually, and had to come down pit lane and change a tire, and we lost a lap or two there and struggled to get that back over the next probably eight or nine hours and kind of got back up into the lead. lead and, you know, then we had uh, sort of just, you know, kind of maintained that lead for the for the last bit, but we were always sort of in... in a situation where we had some pressure on us or we were trying to catch up and so just uh you know not the most straightforward race but we were able to to get it done when it mattered i'm curious uh you know from your perspective you mentioned this now your 16th rolex 24 and you you've you've been at the top you've been in the gt classes this year of course in in lmp2 how was this year for you different than some of the past uh, rolex 24s that you've been in you know particularly when you consider you've you've been in the conversation for an overall win a time or two through the years yeah for sure i mean you know last year overall we were i was able to finish uh fourth i think the year prior third overall so you know have uh, have been in the mix for some of those but um you know, this year was, was a challenge with the lack of caution flags we had. I mean, we pretty much had long, long periods of, of green flag racing. And, you know, that's what made it tough when we had that issue with the, with the flat tire to, uh, to try to get back on the lead lap. It just took a long time. So, um, you know, from a, from a physical standpoint, from the amount of pit stops that we're doing um, when we're running so many hours under green flag racing, uh, it's, it's just hard on you know, hard on everyone. And, you know, it's neat on the other hand, right? We're able to, to set some records in terms of distance completed in 24 hours and all those kind of things. But, uh, you know, that certainly puts a lot of strain on all of the uh, all the people over the wall and, and certainly us drivers. Talk a little bit, if you can, for you. Uh, 
not just how this opportunity came together, but I think over the past you know four or five years, certainly you were associated uh, so associated very closely with uh, the Core Auto Sport program, and I know you know this year having to go a bit of a different direction. But talk about kind of what this journey has been like for you on the sports car side over the last few months because I know you know certainly the decisions that were made surrounding all that uh, it wasn't easy for any of you guys that were involved there yeah you know it definitely um, was uh, you know was uh, I guess no, nothing good uh, you know last forever sort of is the saying right and so I uh, had a great run at core I was there for about uh, eight years and then the, my, my team owner and, and co-driver John Bennett decided to take a year off from racing, kind of step back, evaluate some things, and so that obviously left me sort of looking around for a for a new opportunity. And um, I was fortunate enough, um, sort of late in the game, but you know, fortunate enough that was able to um, you know to come up with a, with a new ride for Daytona with this Dragon Speed operation. Uh, they're a team that maybe people aren't so familiar with in sports car racing in the U.S but they've done a lot of racing over in Europe. And so uh, they knew the car well, and they obviously, um, you know, have a good group of people and, and you know, good co-drivers and kind of the whole thing was, was a great fit. And so it made sense for me to jump on board with those guys and, you know, to be able to, to go out and, you know, snag a win first race out of the gate with this, uh, with this new team was, was pretty darn cool. Is there a possibility that, that 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 could extend maybe at least to some of the other endurance races, Colin, this year, or are you guys still talking through some of that? Yeah, no, so it looks like um, we put a request in to get an entry into Lamar, and so if they get that entry, which we hope to know here in the next little bit, I'll be doing Lamar with those guys in the LMP2 class, so that would be uh, would be a lot of fun and, and a great opportunity, and then... Um, they're actually doing the entire season with a driver lineup that they'd had set for, for quite a while. And uh, unfortunately, a little confusing, but uh, the, the regulations for what kind of driver categories you can have for the different races, unfortunately, don't allow me to compete with that team in the other long races. But I uh, feel like I'm pretty close to getting a deal done to, to uh, continue racing in the LMP2 class with uh, another team. So hopefully we'll see something on that here soon. I'm not going to get started on the FIA driver ratings exactly. because that that <laughs> yeah. that would cause us a lot of grief and it would get me on a rant. Um, you know, for for those who maybe aren't as familiar with with the process that got you to the sports car side, I mean, I I first fell into your name and started following what you were doing, uh, of course, during the the Roush years um, years ago. Talk a little bit about some of your your favorite memories from the nascar side and then you know what ultimately got you to where you are now in sports car racing yeah so it's uh you know a bit of an interesting story i guess i was actually sports car racing in grand am back in the daytona prototype days um before i went to nascar and so the team that i was racing for was tracy crone's team crone racing we had ford powered cars and so at that time that was when the big driver development rage was, was all abuzz in, uh, in NASCAR. And so was doing really well on the sports car side, winning races and things like that in that category. And I was 17 at the time. And so Ford decided to hire me, put me in their driver development program and send me off to, to Roush basically. And, you know, at that point I'd only done a handful of uh, kind of quarter midget races on ovals when I was a little kid. And so, 
had a lot to learn on the oval side of things at Roush and, you know, kind of did a couple ARCA races. Those went pretty well. And so Jack decided to bump me up into, uh, into the truck series. And, you know, that was, uh, was a lot of fun, whole lot to learn there, but I was able to, you know, snag a win and, and a bunch of poles and, and, uh, yeah, really enjoyed my time there. And then up into, I guess now Xfinity series for, for a couple of years. And then the, uh, the economy kind of went south there, 08, 09 timeframe. And so, um, you know, it was kind of unfortunate for the whole NASCAR scene at that time. And, uh, luckily for me, I still had really good connections back into the sports car world. So I was able to, um, you know, go back and, and kind of pick up where I left off in sports car racing and, and, um, you know, that's kind of what got me, best, I guess, sort of back into where I started, if, if that makes sense. It does. Uh, and, you know, won a couple of championships there, a couple of class titles in the first two years of the uh, of the what's now the WeatherTech Championship. Uh, so a lot of good memories. And, and it seems like a lot of good things to come in the sports car world. I know, you know, LMP2 doesn't necessarily equate to the news that broke last week, but I'm curious your thoughts on the uh, the prototype regulations that are coming uh, towards 2022 uh, and the work that both IMSA and uh, the ACO are putting in to try and unify the top class a little bit because it seems like there's a ton of enthusiasm leaving Daytona around the entire sports car scene right now uh, in the wake of that announcement. Yeah, absolutely. I think that announcement is huge. Um, you know, not only for for me as a driver, but I think for you know teams, manufacturers, mechanics, um, and I think the biggest winner in all this is going to be the fans. I mean, I think the you know the the fans are going to see some really really cool um, cars and announcements and just a great buzz about all of sports car racing and. You know, I think uh, on the manufacturer's side, I think it's just such a clear-cut opportunity now for those manufacturers that were kind of in the wait-and-see-what-happens stance to sort of jump in and, and, you know, get behind this. I mean, you know, for, for manufacturers to get behind a program that can go to Lamar, can go to Daytona, compete for overall wins, I mean, that's just absolutely huge for everyone. So I think it's uh, great news for sports car racing and, you know, it's going to be uh, – exciting to see all the announcements that i'm sure will be coming down the pipeline when you look at the the racing world in general at the top level colin i was saying earlier to some of the folks in here in the wsic studio that the racing world is actually kind of condensing itself and getting smaller uh, it feels like, I mean, you you know, with Roger Penske buying Indy and the IndyCar series and all of that and the renewed interest in sports cars and now the new car, obviously, for NASCAR and, and a lot of desire, I think, to look at cross-pollination and, you know, double-header, triple-header, different series. What do you, what do you, what sense do you get from the, uh, from your perspective on where all this is going and the possibilities for three, four, five years down the road? Well, you know, I think it's certainly exciting. I think that, you know, with um, with all of the, you know, renewed interest, particularly on the sports car side, for yeah. this convergence, I think that's a great thing. I yep. think that, you know, on the, on the NASCAR side of things, I think that's exciting and interesting. And, you know, I think when you step back and look at what we're doing as, as racers, I think the, you know, the, the focus has changed a little bit, right? We're not out there maybe 
developing and trying a bunch of new technology and parts and helping, you know, kind of push forward the, the build of, of road cars anymore. I think we're more into, you know, we've got to find a way for it to make sense for the manufacturers from a marketing standpoint. We've got to make it exciting for the fans and make that racing interesting. And, you know, these, the, I think the days of, you know, all of the, um, different series and the confusion and all the different classes and all these different things are, are just kind of coming to a head and people are going, look, we got to refocus and, you know, make sure what we're doing makes sense from a fan engagement standpoint, from a manufacturer's standpoint. And those I think are kind of the two biggest drivers of a lot of the decisions that we're making now in motorsports. And I think in, in years past, it was a little different, right? It was about maybe the helping develop and push technology and different things. And now I think it's so much about, you know, what the manufacturers want to kind of drive to the public and, and show what their cars are like. And then also obviously the entertainment standpoint to the fans. Mm -hmm. So I think the racing, you know, we all remember the good old days and how great the racing was. But if you look at today's world in racing, I mean, races are won and lost by the smallest margins. You got, you know, five, 10, 15 cars that can win the race. And I think, you know, for me, we're only producing better and better content for the fans to watch. Colin, we appreciate your time and your candor. Uh, got about 30 seconds left. Uh, any social media 411 for the fans? And uh, we'll definitely have to get you back on here once you get the rest of your plans scheduled for the year as well. Man, I'd love to come on for sure. And, uh, yeah, pretty much all my stuff is just my name, Colin Braun, B-R-A-U-N, all on social media and, and uh, my website. So, yeah, check it out. He's got a class win again at the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Colin Braun uh, joining us here on The Madness, and we'll wrap things up for our radio audience in just a couple of minutes. Take a break. Be right back after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. 
Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerGuru.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Red, James Mellick, uh, Drew Dollar is still with us. Uh, this is our final segment for the radio portion. TV audience on WSIC, don't go anywhere. We have overtime for you folks. But, uh, Tom, certainly as we close this show, again, want to uh, remember... Of course, the legacy of John Andretti, uh, certainly this show uh, been in tribute to him and certainly his memory. And I think we're all thinking of the Andretti family, the NASCAR family, the IndyCar family tonight. Yeah, um, I'm thinking of both John and Craig Murto today because, again, both of, them, um, both of them fought and fought. And uh, that's, gosh, um, yeah. it's, it's just always hard to lose somebody that you care about. And uh, there's certainly been enough of that so far in 2020 in the world in general. So far. I know. I know. It's been tough. Uh, certainly uh, to coin a phrase that uh, we've used on this show and uh, is one of uh, our good friend Mitch Walker's uh, favorite phrases, cancer sucks. And I think all of us wish cancer would get cancer and die. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a disease that uh, I certainly wouldn't wish on anyone. And uh, there was hardly anybody I can think of that fought it any braver than John Andretti did. Yeah. So as we close tonight's show, again, we send our thoughts, prayers, and well wishes to everybody in the Andretti family. As we remember John Andretti, who passed away earlier today at the age of 56. For Tom Baker... Uh, Randy Miller, James Mellick, we want to thank Drew Dollar uh, for coming in, our radio audience. TV Overtime coming up next. Don't go anywhere, but this has been Motorsports Madness. Keep it off the wall till we meet again, folks. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com.
The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.